Welcome to Madison City Channel's Know Your Candidates interviews, co-sponsored by the League of Women Voters of Dane County. I'm your interviewer, Louise Robbins, and I would like to introduce Keith Furman, running for Alder from District 19. As we begin, please tell our viewers a bit about your, how your educational, vocational, and civic experience has prepared you for the position and why you decided to run for Alder. Thank you for the invite today. Uh, prior to living in Madison, my wife Sandy and I lived in Hoboken, New Jersey. Hoboken had a notoriously corrupt city government, and I was actually pretty cynical about the possibility that anyone could make a difference. However, Sandy and I got involved. Uh, however, Sandy got involved in a grassroots effort to increase badly needed green space, and I reluctantly joined in. By organizing our neighbors and community, we were successful at passing an open space tax referendum and transforming the makeup of our urban community. This initiative showed me the potential of community involvement and taught me that a committed group of neighbors can truly improve their community through local government. I ran for the District 19 vacancy on the city council over two years ago because I believed in the power of local government to improve the well-being of our community. I work hard every day to connect people with resources and learn as much as I can about the options before council so I can best represent my neighbors. My engagement with residents shapes my priorities. The issues I emphasize are the priorities I hear directly from District 19 residents. Those are four key issues that I'm prioritizing. Fairness and equity, climate change, transportation, and amplifying the voices of residents through engagement. As a city, we are facing a long overdue reckoning with deep inequalities and the differing impact of public safety. Serious flooding experience in the district underscored the increasing urgency of our efforts to mitigate climate change and become a more resilient city. We must tackle the impact of COVID-19 on our community, and as our city grows, we must meet the growth with a long-term vision for smart transportation and planning. While these challenging times offer uncertainty, they also offer an opportunity to deeply transform our city for a more equitable, safe, and green future. I'm running for re-election because I believe this moment requires experienced leadership. During my over two years on the council, I championed watershed studies, and, uh, and supported public safety changes. I helped advance the creation of the bus rapid transit and increased funding and support for affordable housing projects. However, our work is far from over. While the issues our city uh, are facing is daunting, I'm galvanized by the unfinished business at this time. Thank you. What issue or issues have you identified as being of primary concern to the residents of your district and how would you approach tackling them? Sure. So, um, the, so as I said in my opening, um, you know, the four, four issues that I've heard from my residents um, that are incredibly important is engagement, transportation, climate change, and a fair and equitable Madison. Um, when it comes to engagement, um, I have been as Alder very focused on uh, doing frequent office hours, responding to all email I get, um, going to neighborhood meetings, um, taking phone calls, and making sure um, I'm interacting with residents. Um, transportation runs from everything from safe streets, um, so traffic calming, um, to making sure our public bus system um, works. I think that's a big economic issue um, and environmental issue uh, for our city. Um, uh, climate change is real. Um, we, we saw that uh, uh, pretty significantly in August 2018 with significant floods in the city. Um, we need to do what we can to um, uh, prevent climate change, but we also have to figure out what we do um, to live with the effects that we're already seeing. And so I've been championing um, changes to our develop developer um, uh, uh, ordinances. Um, and then a fair and equitable Madison, I think we need to be focused on um, making sure that we have a, a affordable housing, um, make sure that we're supporting community organizations that support people. 
Thank you. There will be an advisory referendum on the ballot in April about a number of modifications to the Common Council, including changing the number of members, making it full time and changing the term of office. Which of the ideas being advanced do you embrace? Why or why not? Sure. So um, I was a member of the task force for government structure um, that um, helped uh, bring about recommendations for change to our city uh, government, which uh, helped inform that referendum. Um, the referendum is intended to get the, the pulse of the city on, on, on possible changes to make the government of, of Madison more accessible. I'm supportive of changing the term limits from two years to four years. Um, I am supportive of changing this into a full-time job. Um, it does take an incredible amount of effort to do this job and an incredible amount of time to do this job well. And I think it's incredibly hard to do that in a part-time basis. Everything from the constituent services re are required to actually learning about all the different issues. Um, so I, I think it's important for us to um, give people resources to be able to do this job um, appropriately and not have it as a hobby. Um, you know, dealing with the big budget that we have and all the issues we have, um, this shouldn't just be a hobby for a bunch of residents. Um, I do think, though, um, that this isn't the only way for people to be involved, to be an alder, and I think we need to continue to work as a city on strengthening our, our engagement with residents um, through um, better committees, um, better technology, and better ways to, to hear people's ideas and thoughts. Thank you. Homelessness, evictions, and lack of affordable housing are vexing problems for Madison that seem to have been exacerbated in the time of COVID-19. What ideas would you advance or support to help solve these problems? Sure, so COVID-19 has obviously absolutely um, uh, highlighted and enhanced the problems that we were already facing as a community. Um, I think we need to decide what kind of city do we wanna be. Um, not too long ago, I was talking to uh, my dental hygienist who was looking for a new place to live and I asked, uh, where was she looking? And she said, not Madison, I can't afford to live here. Um, Madison housing prices have gotten so bad that even skilled professionals can't afford to live here. Um, I truly believe housing is a need and not a want, and we should generally aim at being able to provide people with housing at costs no more than a third of their income. Um, I have supported a lot of what the city's efforts to tackle housing pro pricing, um, but there's a still a lot more to do. Um, unfortunately, state and courts prevent us from requiring affordability in private developments, um, but the city has been very creative and I'm very supportive of uh, uh, the use of city resources um, to, to bring down the price of housing. And one of those is an affordable housing fund um, that, that ha has increased over 25% um, since I've been on the council. Um, the city has done a great job of leveraging those funds. So uh, for example, in five years, the city has invested $29.9 million and they've been able to um, leverage that into $197 million in WIDA tax credits. Um, so I think that's been a, a great sign of using our resources and leveraging that well with other funds that are available. I do support stuff like land banking, um, looking closer at our single family zoning, co-ops and upcoming zoning changes that will make it easier for developers to create mid-sized developments. Thank you. With the selection of a new police chief and the creation of a community oversight board, there is a lot of attention focused on policing and criminal justice both from the perspective of racial equity in law enforcement and the concern of many citizens that, in fact, crime, especially car thefts and home burglaries, is increasing and that police response is inadequate. How would you deal with these concerns? Um, so I, I think we need to reimagine public, public safety. 
Um, I am uh, I am for proper funding of the police, but I do believe that we ask the police to do way too much. Um, our police department shouldn't be mental health counselors. They shouldn't be social workers. They shouldn't be medical professionals. They shouldn't be education specialists. So I think it's incredibly important for us to really look at and continue, which we've we started to do a much better job of looking at their workload and figuring out what 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 should they be doing and what shouldn't they be doing. Um, the, the 2021 budget. Um, had uh, $350,000 um, put for a crisis response team pilot. Um, I supported that. I also supported an amendment um, to increase that by $250,000. And the idea is it's modeled off um, uh, a similar program in Eugene, Oregon called CAHOOTS. And the interesting thing about, so, and the idea behind CAHOOTS is these are um, non, uh, these are trained professionals, but not police, um, that go and deal with calls that don't necessarily need the police and free up the police to deal with calls that only they can handle. Um, the interesting stat about that is in 2019, um, 24,000, there were 24,000 CAHOOTS calls, which is about 90% of the 911 calls in Eugene, Oregon, and they only needed police backup about 150 times, so less than 1%. Um, this is a program that works, um, and I de definitely am looking forward to our city um, piloting it and then doing a further implementation, and I'll do everything I can to support that. Thank you. Madison businesses of all kinds have been severely stressed during the past year. What, if anything, would you propose to support business revitalization? Sure. So this is this is particularly uh, tough for me. I mean, my uh, I, I grew up in a family where my dad owns a small business um, uh, in New York. Um, he was also deeply impacted by COVID-19 and had to tap into his savings to keep his business um, afloat. Um, like many businesses here in Madison. Um, as I said earlier, COVID-19 has absolutely accelerated um, trends. Um, so I think you know, we've, we've seen retail changing um, with the internet, um, with people's different buying habits, and COVID-19 has absolutely um, accelerated that change. So we need to be very smart about um, you know, the limited resources, unfortunately, the city has to help um, save businesses, which I think are crucial to our city to have um, local retail restaurants, et cetera. Um, so I, I, the city needs to continue to work with the county, state, and the federal government um, for funding. Um, I, I, I have supported budget amendments um, to bring um, hundreds of thousands of dollars in uh, COVID relief funds, um, as well as smart programs um, to help uh, re rebuild and support our business community. Thank you. What measures should Madison take to increase our city's environmental sustainability? Sure. So I'm I'm incredibly supportive of our plan uh, by 2030 um, for the city to um, be using um, uh, 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 renewable energy for for all of our buildings and vehicles. Um, I think we need to be very smart about our development regulations. Um, wherever possible, require, and if we can't require, incentivize developers to be doing green development. Um, as I said earlier, you know, climate change is. Uh, uh, we, we need to do everything we can to slow it down, but we also need to deal with the reality that, it, that it's upon us, that the effects of climate change are upon us, um, and, and we need to uh, mitigate the effects on the community um, through smart policy. Um, so, for example, as I said earlier, our District 19 experienced serious flooding, um, and I've focused on um, helping uh, the engineering department figure out um, through watershed studies how water flows in the district, um, and then we're going to start working on projects to help mitigate that flooding. Um, and in addition, um, as part of that, they've also looked at our stormwater ordinances and updated those so new developments are doing a better job of retaining uh, and capturing water. Thank you. On what committees would you like to serve and why? 
Sure. So um, I, I've served. I've been very lucky to serve on a bunch of uh, very good committees um, in my term as Alder. Um, I've enjoyed my work on the Finance Committee. Um, our ability to uh, really you know, work hard on the budget every year um, has been incredibly rewarding. Um, I'm part of a Board of Public Works, um, which I uh, f find to be incredibly fascinating. We deal with all the different infra infrastructure stuff that goes on in the city. Um, so you get a real feel for the different projects and input um, and feedback. So I'd like to continue on that. Um, the Digital Technology Committee is, is a, another committee that I'm part of. Um, we're very focused on figuring out how to fix digital equity or inequity in our city. Um, and then um, I've been very involved in the Task Force for Government uh, Structure um, Implementation Group now, where we're trying to figure out how to actually implement the recommendations that came out of the task force um, process um, to, to make government work better for the people. So those are the committees I'd like to continue on. Thank you. What would you like to say to the viewing audience as we complete this interview? Sure, so um, Madison is a great city um, that needs to do a lot more to be truly great for everyone and ensure its long-term health in the face of increasing inequalities and climate change. Even at the best of times, Madison has not been a community in which everyone has had an equal opportunity to thrive. The solution to the deep inequalities in our city is not straightforward and simple, However, by rethinking how we invest in our public safety and community resources, we can move towards being a city where we all feel safe. I don't have all the answers, so I commit to listening to those most impacted, questioning who's, who benefits from policy changes, considering the unintended consequences, and making decisions that moves us towards greater equity. Part of my time on the council, I spent 20 years working for and running small businesses that required figuring out how to make the most of limited resources, balancing the needs of different stakeholders, and ensuring that employees had the tools they needed to be successful. I learned that while both people and communities have the same fundamental needs, there are nuances in each of those situations. The experience is invaluable for working uh, to make Madison a more safe and resilient city. I have the necessary tools and relationships to navigate the complexity of our local government in this crucial moment. Um, you can learn more about my campaign at keithferman.com. Thank you. I want to thank Keith Furman for speaking with us and the viewing audience for taking the time to know your candidates. As with every election, please vote. On behalf of Madison City Channel and the League of Women Voters of Dane County, I thank you for joining us.